when you've experienced a period of change or challenge and you're excited to basically get to the other end of it, be sure to ask yourself, well, what don't you want to change on the other side? Hello and welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation and I help ex-corporate professionals just like you to overcome the obstacles of growing your own business now that you're the boss. As a business and mindset coach, I know how easy it can be for you to get stuck, go round in circles, or to make life harder than it needs to be. So that's why in each episode, I'll be sharing practical ways to make sure that you're designing the right business for you, showing you how you could rapidly transform your mindset and to give yourself permission to use the strategies that will really work best for your entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Welcome to episode 152. Yep, can you believe there's been 152 episodes now of me chatting away to you? If you have listened to all 152 episodes, then you get a gold star from me. Honestly, reach out to me and let me know if you have listened to all of them. And if this happens to be your first episode that you've stumbled across, then welcome to my world where I basically want to help you to get out your way. And in Scotland today, the sun is shining and we are now in that phase of lockdown being relaxed a little bit more. So we can go out and meet six adults from different households outside Things that we would have taken completely for granted before now is just this exciting and really kind of thing that we're looking forward to. And it basically means that we've got more freedom. Think about that in the Braveheart type of voice. And there's no point sugarcoating it. The last year, plus a few months now, has been really interesting in many ways. And I use that word interesting in a very loose way. For some people, it's been not the best year for them. Others have had to adapt and pivot a lot of ways. And I'm sure whatever the situation has been for you, there's also been lots of positives as well as some of the challenges and things that you are super appreciative for and actually that you're counting your blessings for as well. Even though it might have been a year where plans didn't go exactly to plan, or you may have had things happen that were unexpected or unwanted, and it was all about how do you adapt. So now that we've got that glimmer of there being a route out of lockdown for your situation and what you're used to, and I know we can, I'm talking for myself here, be pining for that desire to go back to that normal world. Well, I'm sure you'll reflect and think, well, actually, is there going to be normal the way it was before? But actually, what could be that new normal for you, that new version? Because there's many, many things that have happened that have been unexpected over this last year, but not all of them actually are negative. Some of them could be the best lessons and the best decisions that you can now take moving forward to go, I still want that to exist in my new normal. So what's not going to change for you when you've experienced or got through that level of change or transition 
or challenge. That's what I'd love to have a chat with you about today on this episode. But before we dive into that, I want to make sure that you've taken my free Get Out Your Way quiz. Because in less than two minutes, you'll get to see clearly what could really be holding you back from consistent results and growth in your business. You'll discover which of the three fundamental elements from the rapid transformation formula that you should really focus on immediately. Will it be your design, your mindset, or your strategies? I'll then send you some free resources and practical tips on how you can fine tune, strengthen, or overhaul these elements based upon your personalized results. Simply go to rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz to take the free Get Out Your Way quiz now. So like I said, I'm sure you're excited about getting back to some normality, right? But the grass can often look greener when you look at either what you want to have happen or when you look back through those rose-tinted glasses and think, oh, remember, that was amazing. But at the time, did you really think it was amazing or was it all going the way that you wanted to or that you'd want it to happen again? So there can be benefits from those experiences that we've had that haven't necessarily gone the way that we wanted to because you might have learned lots about appreciating things more or realizing actually there can be different ways as well. And how can you then weave some of these experiences into your next version of your vision and your next goals? So let me share a couple of examples that I've been reflecting upon in terms of, well, what do I not want to change moving forward? And I'll share some business insights and personal insights as well. But all the way through, I want you to think about, well, what does it mean for you? What have you really learned from this period? Whether you're listening to this and you're listening to it when we have been in that period of lockdown and coming out of lockdown, or if you're listening to this episode and you've experienced your own personal time where there's been lots of change or lots of challenges as well, the same things and the same principles can really apply. What can you take away from those challenges that you want to weave into your future? So for me, the first one is travel. And I absolutely have been missing traveling. I miss travel for personal holidays and adventures, but also for work. And I didn't quite realize how much I enjoyed that part of my life and business before. But what it's also taught me over the last year and a half where I've really not done any traveling for work is that actually I don't have to have that same intensity or periods of travel for me to get great results, for me to grow my business and for it to actually get to the other feeling of it, of feeling an obligation, feeling quite drained by it as well. And on many episodes previously, you might have heard me talk about if I'm traveling quite a bit, it then ends up feeling a little bit like, oh, where am I now? And I'm missing home and it doesn't actually feel fun after that period of time if it's the same thing over and over again. And there have been times when I have put myself on a travel ban and be careful what you wish for because the last time I actually put myself on a travel ban was before our youngest son, Zachariah, was born. And that was in November, just before he was born at the end of November. 
And then literally, it was Christmas time, and then the new year came, and <laughs> lockdown happened. So really, I was in, in a forced travel ban, and it's not really ended since then. But there is some hope. But for me, it's given me a great realisation, and I'm weaving that into my future goals. And the fact that I've really enjoyed, even through the challenges, actually having so much more time with Shireen and the boys here, not completely living out of a suitcase for periods of time, and deciding to actually be more choosy going forward in terms of, do I really want to go to that place? Do I really need to go there? Actually, could that result or that experience still be achieved in a different way as well? And then when I do go and travel for work, especially, I can't wait to go back to London. I've honestly been missing London. It's like my second home. But really, I want to completely appreciate it so much more. I really want to make sure that I never get into a situation, for work especially, where I am travelling and I'm thinking, I don't really want to be here, or it feels like an obligation. So that's one of my key things, that when I move forward, I'm not going to completely just go from one extreme to the other and go, yes, 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 and do lots of travelling, if there's other ways, or if actually... I don't really, truly want to do that. So the other part is the ways of working. So for me, I have been working from home for many, many years. And when I first started my business, and if we were in lockdown, when I was delivering courses up and down the country in hotels and training venues, I'm sure the last year would have been very, very challenging in different ways. But over the last few years, I have actually been doing so much more work virtually online using Zoom before Zoom even became popular and really getting great results and working with clients all over the world as well. But with that, I still had my home office where I'd work a couple of days a week and then I had a proper office where it was in Glasgow city centre and then I had a co-working space and then I would go there sometimes and work from home. But do you know something that I've realised over this last year? I actually have no current desire to go back to a proper kind of office environment. Even the thought of that now just makes me go, nah, that's not for me. But instead, I'm not going to say I'm going to stay at home all the time, but I want to have a lot more flexibility. So I like mixing up environments for working in different places. But what I realized even the year before last, because I've not been in that office for that last year, is that actually even sometimes when I'd go there, it felt more of a, well, I should really go because I'm paying for it and I've not been for a while and I should use it. But instead, I actually am really going to embrace just mixing up my environment. So going and working in different places, even locally to get out from the house, nice hotels, nice venues. And basically, even if that costs more money on that day-by-day basis, well, if you add it all up, it's actually most likely not going to cost me any more than what I was paying in that office. So for me, I just don't want to have that feeling of I've got one place to go because now I'm really settled in working from home. It is a new normal. I appreciate it so much more. Everything is here and therefore I've now got choices to go, hmm, where do I want to go and work from? Whether it's a Starbucks or a coffee shop, most likely it will be Starbucks though. 
and other places and just different venues. And I'm excited to have that happen in the future. But the way of working has been a big, big thing to really embrace. And I've had many conversations around this with friends and business owners, and it's adapted in so many ways. So even for you, I'm sure you're thinking about the way that you're working now is quite different from what you had been doing or what you maybe anticipated doing in your business. So what does it look like moving forward for you? What would ideal be for you now that you've had some of that experience? And what are the things that you say, I don't actually want to change going forward that you want to actually bring into your new life or your new way of working. So I know for my wife, she has now been working back after a year and a bit off on maternity and she works in the corporate world and she is loving being back working, but also she loves the fact that she's working from the kitchen table. And we've been having conversations because her company are now obviously like many trying to figure out, well, what happens back to all these thousands and thousands of people that used to file into their offices. And she's excited about having more of that hybrid model where she'll work from home a lot more, but also get to pop into the office as and when she chooses, giving a lot more flexibility. So one other thing for me when it comes to the ways of working is embracing the feeling that things can be a lot more raw and unpolished. So for me, I have high standards. I like things to be done properly and professionally. So I'm not going to go to the other extreme where things are completely slapdash and they don't have that professional or high standard edge to it. But you know what I've loved over this last year is that we've all embraced things to just happen even if they've not been ideal. So you've been on calls where there might be children in the background screaming or needing your attention. There might be materials that you've created, videos, for example, that you might have went, ideally I would have recorded that in a different location, but this is all I've got. But actually, a lot of people really have embraced and enjoy seeing more of that raw but done version rather than actually all being super shiny for a better word and for me that's something I'm definitely going to embrace even more using what we've got around us just going for it and not thinking or worrying or over egging some of those things that I might have thought were essentials before but actually just be more raw and just get it out there. So that might be something that could be useful for you as well. And even the way that you think about and value what you do could be useful for you to reflect upon. When I think back to before lockdown and when I was doing a lot more corporate work, I would actually really look at what the client or the proposal was. And if it was face-to-face, it'd be okay. I'd somehow see that as being more valuable and therefore the investment might reflect upon that. If somebody wanted to do a workshop or a course more virtually, then I before would go, okay, well, because you're doing it virtually, we can actually change the investment part. But why? It doesn't actually have to be like that because you're still giving the same value. You're still showing up, you're still giving the same preparation. Well, I know I'm talking from my sense here. So whether you're actually in person with that group of leaders 
or whether you're doing that over virtual cameras or Zoom or WebEx or Microsoft Teams, it doesn't actually change things. And I have seen a big shift in terms of in the world that I've worked with, with my clients and in the industry, that there is that acceptance and adopting the fact that actually we don't have to be in person for us to have that same value or those same results. So I'm just using that as an example just to allow you to think about where there are some things that you would actually discount or you would see as being less valuable, but actually over the last year, it's made you realize mm, it actually is just or even sometimes more valuable because it could save time for your clients, it could make it more accessible, and actually it might be better and even more beneficial for them as well. The other thing that I've really enjoyed and embraced so much more because we haven't had as much social interaction with those that we might have been used to in a face-to-face world is continuing to have more time for conversations. So I'll be honest, before it used to feel like busy, 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 jumping here from there in the car, out the car, and not really spending a lot of time talking to some of our neighbours, but actually over the last year, well, we've been talking to them a lot more because we've been in our street, in our garden, and actually just getting to know them a lot more and putting in more of an effort and even picking up the phone a lot more and just having that connection. For example, last week I took my eldest boy, Caius, to an outdoor sports class and I was walking around the park. In the meantime, while waiting for him, I was getting my steps in and instead of just doing my normal plugging in, listening to a podcast or an audiobook, or scrolling on social media, I just literally thought of one of my great friends and my instinct still was to send him a message and I said, I went, let me just phone him. Old school, pick up the phone, phone without having a pre-scheduled meeting and just see, is he around? Is he free? And at that time he picked up and he's like, oh, how are you? And I was chatting, I was like, are you free? And he's like, I am. And literally for about 45 minutes as I was walking around the park, we had a great conversation and it just really showed me the fact that sometimes we just overcomplicate things. You can just pick up the phone and see if that person is free and have more conversations. And even to the point where I talked about this on a Facebook post I did today, we've had the same delivery guy that has come to our house every day practically over the last year at around 12.23pm to feed my lovely wife's shopping online addiction. And it's funny because before I would most likely have been great thank you, pleasantries and get the delivery and that's it. But it's just been great seeing another human being over this last year, starting to have wee conversations. And now this guy, I still don't know his name. I think I'm going to ask him that tomorrow. We've been having more conversations and I was laughing because My wife was on a call earlier when her delivery came today and I went in afterwards. She's like, so what were you chatting to the delivery guy about today? Because he was there for quite some time. I was like, oh, we're talking about music. And I was asking him in between his deliveries, what does he do? Does he listen to audiobooks, music? And he was telling me the kind of music he likes and it just helps him to chill out. And it turns out we both like Hans Zimmer movie soundtracks. And he was then recommending movies to me. Yesterday, he was telling me about his wife and his family and they were away to the beach. But the thing about it is that before, 
we probably would have been too busy to actually have some of these conversations. So that's something for me that I don't want to change. Actually, just being more human and just really embracing the people around you. And one last story before I move on. Obviously, we've been allowed to go out and shop. I remember a few weeks ago when I went to the local meat shop to stock up and I was in the queue and down the other end of the store, one of my cousins, and I say cousins because they are a cousin, but they're probably a second cousin. Yeah, second cousin. And we went to primary school together and I saw her at the distance. And before... Again, lockdown, I probably would have been in that busy, busy, you know, I need to get in the shop, get out. But I was like, there's someone I know, their family. And I was waving and it was like one of the best things. It was like I got to speak to someone that actually before I probably would have taken for granted. So I do love the fact I actually can't wait going forward for those opportunities to really embrace and enjoy the things that we took for granted before actually going and sitting in a coffee shop, going and having a meal in a restaurant, going to a wedding. Like I say, I've got a massive family and there used to always be weddings that we'd get invited to. And of course, I was excited about some of them because I was close to them. But other times it was like, do we really have to go here? But now I'm like, I cannot wait till we can have opportunities to spend quality time with those people that we don't see often and really make the most of it as well. So I've given you a list there of things that actually we could do that we can weave into our next part of our life after a challenge or a situation like lockdown and really embrace things so much more. And again, For me, I have absolutely loved, out of the whole negative part of COVID and lockdown, the amount of change that's happened and the rapid adoption to change. And it gets us to question some of the status quos, especially working with organisations and some of your clients as well, maybe. Things that might have taken years to get happening. We'd have to do a feasibility study and a project plan. It's a case of going, nope, we've made things happen so, so quickly. Even if you think about it in the world of healthcare, look how quickly it's taken for the vaccines to come out. Look how healthcare professionals have been adopting technology so much more. These are things that, again, would have taken years and years and overcoming lots of resistance. And I really do hope that some of these great advances do stick around and get weaved into the new normal. I'm not saying everything has to be the way it has been, but that's the whole point of this episode. What are the parts that we can go? We don't actually have to go backwards. We can go forwards by taking elements that we've learned, what we've changed, what we've adapted or adopted, And even sometimes that's a mindset to go, things that you thought, oh, we couldn't have done that before. Actually, how could we do that? How can we actually realize that that could be the best way? I'm working with an organization at the moment where before the thought of doing any virtual training was like a complete no-no. But actually now they're doing the majority of things virtually And it is a big plan of moving forward. So it's not going to be completely exclusively that way, but actually it's just recognizing, well, there's great value. And even in my industry, there's been so many 
conferences that have now become virtual and they actually make them so much more accessible, so much more valuable to an extent. And again, before you might have had that mindset, oh, it actually can't be done in that way. So I'm going to leave it there, but I hope this has helped you to just really think about when you go through a period of change, what are the things that you go, that actually was a great lesson, or that was a great insight, or that's given me a real appetite to go, I don't want that to change. So I'm going to weave that into the design of my vision and my goals moving forward. So as always, I love to hear your insights and your feedback around what you've picked up from these conversations. So please do let me know what has resonated and what you don't want to change after this period that you've experienced as well. So you can connect with me over on the show notes. You'll find out all my social media handles, whether that's LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram or good old email. You can reach out to me by going over to rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 152. And I look forward to catching you on the next episode. Until then, bye for now. Before you go, make sure that you've taken the free Get Out Your Way quiz. Because in less than two minutes, you'll get to see clearly what could be really holding you back from consistent results and growth in your business. You'll discover which of the three fundamental elements from the Rapid Transformation formula that you should really focus on immediately. Will it be your design, your mindset, or your strategies? I'll then send you some free resources and practical tips on how you can fine-tune, strengthen, or overhaul these elements based upon your personalized results. Simply go to rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz to take the free Get Out Your Way quiz now.